Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast of The Michael Graham Show is brought to you by Matt Hermes. If you have a high end home and you're looking to sell, call Matt at Keller Williams Realty. Matt Hermes specializes in luxury homes in areas like Hamilton Mill, Sugarloaf, Chateau Elan, and more. For more information, visit atlantahomesguru.com forward slash radio. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. We're going to let you on the mic. Let us speak. We will after Senator Sanders. A lot of people are saying things like women are just so thin skinned. They need to get over it. And, you know, feminists are always looking for something to be angry about. This is the Michael Graham Show on News Radio 1067. Every month, a woman has this time when she gets very angry. At everything. It's like a tire fire. Trying to put it out only makes it worse. You just gotta let it burn. Good morning, it's 904 at News Radio 1067. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, star of the show, renowned spoiler of women. Known enemy of the jihad, the geekiest white guy east of the Mississippi. Thrilled, delighted, and honored that you are part of the conversation. I hope you will be at 844-404-1067. And a special invitation to everybody who is still supporting Donald Trump for president of the United States, uh, still defending the Donald. You are more than welcome on the show because I just don't want to get hurt. That's all I just want to say. I just don't want to get hurt. I know there are women out there who are dangerous because they're so out of control. We know that they're, you, 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 you know the, 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 the women I'm talking about. Only a deviant would say that what I said was what they were referring to. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think that, well, I don't want to get into that yet. I just want to make sure that every woman who might be having an experience. Thanks, Flo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Aunt Flo. Please don't hurt me. Please. I know you get crazy and irrational and you ask hard questions and you're mean spirited. And it's like, well, I just don't I just want to get through it. I just want to survive and I don't want anybody to get hurt. Please be quiet. We don't want to announce to everyone that she has a period. I, I don't want to announce it. I don't want to know. I don't like all men. I have only vague notions of what happens down there anyway. I do not want to know. If you need something, ladies, please don't tell me. So, you know, when you're a synchronized swimmer, you can't use a maxi pad because you can see it. So my friend bought me a box of tampons. And I'm telling you, I had such a hard time inserting those. Mm. And it would just stick halfway out. It's just like a Roman candle. Mm-hmm. And that is how I found out that I was born with a shallow vagina. Okay, okay, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Please, and so why in the world, why would Donald Trump bring it up? Now, first thing I got to ask at 844-404-1067 is, are you uh, at least prepared to acknowledge what 
the point was Donald Trump was trying to make when he was being interviewed by Don Lemon, whining about how mean it was, those big meaners asking me mean old questions, and they were meaners. Isn't it fascinating that Donald Trump would bring up the part of the female anatomy that most aptly describes Donald Trump and his thin-skinned supporters? Those are tough questions. How come I had to ask tough things are tough questions? Oh, please, Crow, you're running for president, okay? Man up, you big... So, uh... Can we at least acknowledge that that was the reference that he was making? Here is the original Don Lemon, Donald Trump audio talking about blood and blood activities in on CNN. This is the audio that launched the whole thing when Donald Trump was talking about blood out of her eyes and all that stuff. Uh, okay, we'll play it for you in just a second here, but you've heard it a bazillion times at 844-404-1067. Can you at least be honest and say, yeah, that's what this is about? Because I thought that was the whole deal with Donald Trump was he's just that he stays, he says what comes to his mind and he doesn't back down. And if he wants to say Mexicans are a bunch of rapists, he says it and then he doesn't back down. If he wants to say POWs aren't heroes, he can say it and he doesn't back down and he can... Okay, well, don't back down. If he wants to say, yeah, calling women fat pigs is okay if you're mad at him, he doesn't back down. Go ahead. Absolutely take it. But at least stand behind what he said when he said it. At least do that. So if you think that I'm part of some Roger Ailes-backed conspiracy to get Donald Trump, this is your chance to explain why, no, 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 he wasn't talking about that at all. He was talking about something completely different. Um, so here is the, I tell you what, we got a couple of cuts that go with this. First, here's Donald Trump in general talking about Megyn Kelly. What is it with you and Megyn Kelly? Well, I just don't respect her as a journalist. I have no respect for her. I don't think she's very good. I think she's highly overrated. Well, let's hey, take a she's look a at She's a lightweight. I couldn't care less about her. So that right away, I mean, why are you talking about Megyn Kelly? I mean, you got interviewed. You, I mean, you got you were in a debate. You got asked a question. That's how it works. Does anyone ever remember W or who, you know, even you know, 999 or Newt Gingrich coming out? <laughs> they were so mean to me. Why are they asking those questions? <laughs> you lightweight. I don't remember that. And then, of course, Donald Trump goes here. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. (laughs) Remember last week when we were discussing how families had had to come up with euphemisms to describe their kids' nether regions so they could talk to them and how the best one we had was her whisper? Kid, the little girls who called it their whisper because whenever mommy and daddy talked about it, they would whisper. Well, now we have... A brand new mom, dad, sending your daughter off to the first day of school and worried about some hygiene issue or whatever. Donald Trump has stepped in just in time. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Her wherever. Yes. So now it's, hey, honey, are you okay on your wherever? Is there a problem? So thank you. Perfect. (laughs) This is absolutely great. So step one is to just... Tell the natural truth. To be honest, Donald Trump was saying, well, Megyn Kelly, you know, she was out of control because, you know, it was that time. You know, it was uh, her 
well, whatever, I don't know, whatever you say around your house, visit. And that's exactly, that's what Donald Trump said. Okay, so fine. So he said it. So then the point, then after that, the rest, other people get to react to it. Eric Eric Erickson at Red State, who had no problem inviting a guy who attacked POWs and said that they weren't heroes, had no problem attacking a guy, inviting a guy who uh, said that the problem with Mexicans is that they're a bunch of rapists and murderers. The guy had no problem with that. He suddenly had a problem. He said, okay, whoa, 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 now you've gone too far. You've brought menstruation into the conversation. You've gone too far. Okay, that's what's going to happen when you say stuff like this. So I'm, once again, I'm Michael Graham, just normal guy trying to make the world make sense. I see a guy running for president, uh, number one, whining about a reporter, and then number two saying, well, she was cranky because she was on the Yeah. And I'm just, What? Of course people dismiss you. Of course they go, what is, what's wrong with you? Because every normal person looks at Donald Trump and says, what is wrong with you? Now, nothing's wrong from his standpoint because he's getting exactly what Donald Trump wants, which is lots of attention and lots of publicity. It has nothing to do with running for president or making America great or fixing any problems or fixing our future. Not a single person who lost their job to China is going to get it back because Donald Trump is a rude jerk to women. That's not going to fix it. It's not going to make anything better, but it fixes Donald Trump. Lots of publicity. He's the center of the media world. He couldn't be happier. And he has got to be shaking his head going, even I can't believe that people are still defending me. Even I can't. I'll put it very simply for you at 844-404-1067. First of all, I stand with Megyn Kelly because she's Megyn Kelly. Have you seen Megyn Kelly? Holy crap, smoking. Did I tell you I came very close to going to Ireland with Megyn Kelly? One, oh, I'll tell you the story uh, coming up. But So, number one, I stand with Megyn Kelly. She's smart. She's hot. She's good at her job. And she's hot. And number two, if you are running for president of the United States and you trash women as being cranky because they're having their hormonal activity, you're just done. Because you're done. Because that's not it's, – it's – so ridiculously rude and oafish and awful and stupid. Well, you think you should be trusted with a chance to beat Hillary Clinton, which of course brings us to number three. Why is Donald Trump still out attacking Carly Fiorina? Did you see the attack on Carly Fiorina? Ah, her voice, it gives me a headache. Oh, that's, there, there's a great uh, debate point. Whether, you know, someone's voice giving you a headache. Not her positions, no, not her record. No, no. Ah, I can't say it gives me a headache. Ah, what's wrong with these women? That's because it's got blood coming out of their whatevers. <sighs> Dude, you're just done. So that brings us to natural truth number three. Write it down. You heard it here first. Donald Trump is done. Period. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. It's very hard for them because I'm so good looking. I cherish women. I want to help women. I mean, I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of her. Well, Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting. I mean, both inside and out. Drop to your knees. You've called women dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. What is stiff? She just had a cramp. 
It's 919. Oh, yeah. Michael Graham, welcome to the show because you know how the Donald feels about the ladies. I cherish women. I want to help women. I'm going to do things for women that no other candidate will be able to do. And, of course, they won't be able to resist. And, of course, it's very hard for them to attack me on looks because I'm so good looking. And maybe the least persuasive argument in defense of Donald Trump. Do you think I'd make a stupid statement like that? Who would make a statement like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do believe you would make the statement that you made. And we will play it for you once again. And you tell me, 844-404-1067, what was Donald Trump saying? You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. (laughs) Out of her wherever? Really? You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Uh Uh-huh. Please. Don't worry, but you're bleeding. Go away, don't look at me. 844-404-1067. If you're still backing the Donald as an actual person to be taken seriously, uh, please tell me what I'm missing because uh, I completely don't get it. I also don't want to be harmed by a woman because you know how they get around that time. Joe, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Michael Graham, I've enjoyed the show. Uh, I almost don't know where to start with my call, but I have enjoyed the show. Good. Uh, uh, first and foremost, as a member of a United States Armed Forces family and the son of a colonel from the Pentagon with tenure in the Pentagon, I got to tell you, if you think John McCain is a veteran that you should be defending or putting on a pedestal, then you need to do a lot of research. He's been terrible for veterans and honestly terrible for the armed forces after or since his political uh, uh, career so, began. So you agree uh, then with uh, Donald Trump that John McCain is I not... That or you no, I'm, ask, that I'm or asking. That? I'm asking. So you so you agree. I'm asking the question. This is me asking a question. Uh, you mean, hey, do I agree? Joe, do you agree with John, Donald Trump that John McCain and other POWs aren't heroes except for the fact uh, that they got caught? Do you agree with I that? Be- I believe that I should not hold a non-veteran accountable for uh, their comments mm-hmm. on the armed forces. And, and as an entertainer, I don't know that you have uh, a grasp of the full spectrum of the extremities of a POW situation or a hostage situation. Uh, I assume it's much I more don't than the either. media tells you. I, I believe it, but just but just comment on it. Just so, wait, wait, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, get, hang on. We're gonna we're gonna get to that point. I just want to make sure though everybody knows what we're talking about. Not everybody heard Donald Trump's insight on what it means to serve the United States in uniform. He hit me. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? So, Joe, I I just want to make sure everyone knew what uh, Donald Trump said. You're not a hero except for the fact you got captured. What branch of the armed forces did Donald Trump serve in? I'm not asking him to serve. I'm I'm not going to put any credibility on his opinion of the armed forces because he's a civilian. I don't understand what you're meaning. So his statement was idiotic. I wouldn't take science uh, tips from a math teacher. Okay, okay, and second of all, if you have to use Donald Trump to get listeners, then play something that's, that's worthwhile. So the guy made a buffoonish comment about, you know, whatever he made a comment about. Mm-hmm. You know, what, is it, what, what is do you mean, it? whatever he made uh, a comment about? He made a buffoonish what? comment about women's You did the same thing by calling life. her sexy. You referred to her as a pretty piece of meat. You did the same exact <laughs> well, thing. I've never used the phrase pretty piece of meat about uh, uh, Megan Kelly. Hot, oh, she's hot. smoking fact, hot, dude. She's smoking go. hot, and I support and her because mean? she's smoking hot. What does that hot. mean? That you look at her with your eyes and yes, you interpret that she's hot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're being just as buffoonish as somebody else is. 
Now, he's Joe, a political candidate. If we're going to hold political candidates word, uh, uh, regarding women mm-hmm. against them, then, uh, then the Clinton initiative, uh, you know, I'm not even going to get into, 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 into the politics of it. But if well, you good, have- Joe. Because you've, uh, I appreciate Joe's call at 844-404-1067 because Joe, I think, is a real reflection of where the Donald Trump supporters are. I think that his argument and his statements really reflect the level of coherence and and, you know, kind of how people put things together. And I've been told a thousand times now, Michael, you've got to stop insulting people who are backing Donald Trump. You've got to stop making fun of them for backing Donald Trump. You've got to stop saying that it's ridiculous to back Donald Trump because the people, forget Donald Trump, what about the people who are backing him? I'm, I'm sorry. I thought that's what we did, is we had real conversations between real people. I, I didn't know that I was supposed to pretend that it's not, dumb to back Donald Trump. I didn't know I was supposed to pretend that it made sense so that we could avoid the natural truth and go on. I thought our job was to tell the truth, you and me, at 844-404-1067. I thought that's what we did. I thought it was the, I thought it was the politically correct people who didn't say, you listen, you, you, when you talk about problems in the black community, you can't talk about black crime because that'll make black people feel bad. So don't even mention it because I don't know. We don't do that. We tell the truth. And I have a suggestion. For those of you who don't want to be uh, insulted for backing a big mouth birther racist buffoon like Donald Trump, I have a simple solution. Stop backing a racist birther big mouth moron buffoon anti-woman nutcase like Donald Trump. You stop backing him and people will stop making fun of you. Look, when you're the guy who wears the band's T-shirt to the concert, people are going to make fun of you. That's what's going to happen. When you're the the guy who uh, is uh, upset because a woman asked you a hard question and your answer is, what are you on the right? That's your people are going to make fun of you. That's what's going to happen. And when you back that guy, people are going to make fun of you. And if and so what I'm told is, Michael, you just can't do that. You're not going to have any listeners and no one's going to be part of the conversation unless you make them feel good about doing something stupid. It's your job to suck up to them and to appease them. And you know what my answer is to that? My answer is George W. Bush's answer about uh, education, concerns about uh, the black community and low-income community, the the soft bigotry of low expectations. The argument is that the people who back Trump are just too dumb to understand the issues. All they know is they're just angry and they need their anger to be somewhere. And so, Michael, you can't insult them for choosing an incredibly stupid place to put their anger like Donald Trump. They can't do Don, Tom, uh, uh, Ted Cruz, you know, because he's a moderate squish. They can't. They, 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 they can't do Carly Fiorina because she's too much of the GOP establishment. No, no, no. They have to do Donald Trump, Michael. And for you to hold them to higher standards is just... They, they, they'll run away. They'll leave. They can't be held to higher to those standards. And that's the that's the soft bigotry of low expectations. I think you can. I think Donald Trump supporters are smart enough to think about what they're doing and smart enough to understand uh, his impact on what they believe in, his impact on uh, conservatism and his impact on America. I think I think you because you're the people that people are talking about. Oh, <laughs> This making these Trump supporters feel bad. They'll they'll just cry and run away. Really? Because they're wussies. They can't do an. They can't handle a conversation. They can't handle a debate. I don't believe that. I don't think you are that. I think that you just 
are letting for the moment your emotions run ahead of your reason. But I think that your reason is going to catch up. In fact, I think this weekend, a bunch of people's did. I think a bunch of people went, okay, okay, my temper tantrum's over. Now I got to think again. I'm not backing the guy who's trashing Megyn Kelly over having her period. I'm not backing that guy. I think a bunch of people. So you tell me, should should people be pandered to because they're backing the Donald because they're just too dumb to understand what that really means? Or do you think we should have an honest conversation? And hey, in the end, you may have completely reasonable points for backing Trump. You may have very logical reasons. This is why he's my guy. And I'm happy to hear him. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear him. But I'm not going to treat you like babies because I think you're stupid. I know you're not. I've had too many conversations with you. And that's why I'm going to treat you like an adult and say, really? That seems really dumb. Here's why it seems really dumb. You tell me your side. That's the conversation that I signed up for talk radio for. That's a conversation that the mainstream media would never have before, which is why I love talk radio. And that's why you've got the chance to be part of it at 844-404-1067. Backing Donald Trump seems like you're backing a stupid, rude, foul-mouthed buffoon. That's what it seems like. Tell me why that's not the case. Bring the natural truth. Good morning, it's 936. I am Michael Graham. Welcome to the conversation. That's what uh, trying to have here at 844-404-1067 is a conversation. If Donald Trump is good for America and good or good for the Republican Party or good for conservatives, then you should be able to explain why at 844-404-1067 that that's true. Uh, if you can't explain why, maybe that's because it's not true. That's just a theory I have. And this is what's so frustrating is I'm being told again and again, Michael, you can't say that people are backing Donald Trump or doing something dumb because they can't handle it. They don't know what they're doing. They just they're just angry and they need to be uh, pandered to and just and, and rubbed on the back of the neck until they calm down. And it's OK. It's OK. And then you lure them back into the conservative fold. And I'm sorry, I don't think you're stupid. You're not stupid people. You consume a ton of media. You know what's going on in the world. You must be backing Donald Trump for a reason, no matter, you know, how many POWs he trashes by saying, oh, you're not a war hero. PO. And I like people who didn't get caught. You're still backing him. You must have a reason why. When you're Mexicans, they're a bunch of rapists. You must have a reason why. Women, I, I can't. Women, what do you, screw women. What the hell do they know? Uh, I, you must be backing him for a reason. And so I, you know, I, 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 I'm proud to stand with Megyn Kelly. Because Megyn Kelly is brilliant, Megyn Kelly is good at her job, and Megyn Kelly is smoking hot. I also have a previous encounter with Megyn Kelly. I'll be playing with that for you later on the show. But um, when Donald Trump said what Donald Trump said... You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Everybody knew what he was saying, and now you're pretending that you don't know what he was saying, and that tells me that you know exactly what he was saying, So, so... uh, there's that. Also, do you buy this idea that somehow uh, asking Donald Trump hard questions is out to get him? I mean, there's this whole bizarro theory on the interwebs that Fox News was given instructions to go after Donald Trump. I don't know if you watched it. I watched the debate, which is one of the best debates I've ever seen. Everybody had a hard question. Every single person, they lined them up and said, here's where you're going to have an issue. Scott Walker, here's your issue. Jeb Bush, here's your... Jeb Bush had to talk about Common Core. He did not want to talk about Common Core. Jeb Bush had to talk about immigration. He did not want to talk about immigration. That's what you do. You know, who wants to... Hey, tell me how great you are. 
which is, by the way, one of the reasons why we mock politicians like Kasim Reed, who won't come on this show. Because they know when they come on the show, no, I'm not going to ask them, gee, aren't you the greatest guy in the world? No, my question is going to be, yeah, I know that 80% of what you do, whatever, that's great, fine. But this 20%, this is what I don't understand. This is what doesn't seem to make sense. I'm going to ask you specifically about the stuff you don't want to talk about, like welcoming illegal immigrants into Atlanta at the same time that unemployment for young black men is approaching 50% inside the city. He doesn't want to talk about that. So that's, of course, what I'm going to ask him about, because that's the question that needs answered. That's the question that doesn't, that's the thing that doesn't make any sense. So there's this whole argument that uh, Donald Trump was being mean, or, or excuse me, that the, re- the reporters, Megyn Kelly, being mean to Donald Trump. Do you buy that? 844-404-1067. Also, because there are so many yucky, icky, ew words that go along with what Donald Trump was referencing, um, I, I personally think that Aunt Flo is the nicest way to reference that. But if you have a way in your family that you've gotten around it, the confession hotline is open at 404-436-2007. 404-436-2007. If you have a, if there's a phrase that Donald Trump could have used other than wherever, that would have been more polite, more apt, more in place. 404-436-2007. And you could win a pair of tickets to see Yes and Toto at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater on August 22nd. The best calls in the confession hotline. We uh, try to give you prizes whenever possible. Um, this weekend, I was with a bunch of people uh, in a uh, kind of a big gathering. A lot of backgrounds, but all Republicans or conservatives. A lot of evangelical Christians. And they were just shaking their heads at what's going on. And they kept asking me, over and over again, what do you think Trump is really doing? And I thought it was pretty obvious what Trump is really doing. I mean, it's well, number one is he's having a great time being the center of attention. You know, after you've in, uh, attacked Megyn Kelly for, you know, uh, being in, well, that, no, in a way would be pregnant, I guess. Whatever, you know, after you attack Megyn Kelly for that, then he sends out a tweet Attacking Carly Fiorina for the way she talks, not for issues. He obviously is this. He's getting what he wants, which is the center of the universe for the media. And then he's also helping out Hillary Clinton, which to me has been pretty obvious from the beginning too. the more he disrupts what Republicans are doing with their, they have a very strong field. You have several people who'd be great candidates against Hillary Clinton. When Marco Rubio stands up and says, Hillary Clinton does not want to be opposite the stage from me. He's absolutely right. She does not want, the Democrats do not want the elderly lady who can't work a, uh, uh, an iPhone uh, who's under investigation by the FBI to have to stand across the young dynamic guy that is so smart and so likable. So, how do you keep that from happening? Well, you throw in a hand grenade and blow everything up. And so I don't think it's a coincidence that Bill Clinton was on the phone with Donald Trump right before Donald Trump decided to get into this race. And so to me, that's what's really going on. If you think that there's something else going on, 844-404-1067, what, why do you think the Donald is doing what the Donald is doing? Is he really the one real conservative who's rescuing the party from itself? Or is there something else going on? Let's ask Yvette. Yvette, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm fine. Go right ahead. You know what? I, you know what? I've 
I have tried to call you <laughs> a couple of times, and I know it's crazy there, and I'm so happy I got through. I listen to you so much. And let me just, I just have to, I have to be fast now because I have to go into the building. But I just want to say this. Donald Trump, there's something wrong with him. And I, I think he's living out some fantasy. I, I have no, what the hell? I have no idea. It's just, <laughs> this is a joke. It's a serious joke. That's number one. Number two is, I am a woman of color. Um, I love who I am. I have no problem with that. But if I go and commit a crime and you talk about it on the radio and you right. say she's a woman of color, what the hell? I'm a woman of color. And guess what? I need to serve my time. Mm-hmm. I'm also working. I work in the legal field. So, I mean, I just I totally agree with what you're saying. The ugly truth is the truth. And people yep. just don't want to hear it. I have never heard you insult anybody. I've never heard you assault a particular uh, culture or race. I think, I mean, whatever, it, it's the truth. So, I mean, people need to just really stop tripping. It is the truth. So, I mean, just continue so I can listen to you tomorrow morning at 9. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I'll just keep having the conversation a bit, and thank you for being part of the conversation at 844-404-1067. It's interesting. There's a new poll out, and I've been hesitant to talk about it because it was done online, but it's not what you think of as an online poll, like, you know, someone throws something up on the web and people can click on it as many times as they want. And it has some interesting numbers about how Republicans feel about the race right now. You will hear those numbers coming up. Plus, I will do it again. An open invitation to any Trump supporter to come in and share why you think that what he did was no problem and that what how he's being treated is unfair. And you just, you just lay it out. The microphone is yours. Michael Graham now. And the Kimmer at Noon on News Radio 1067. What is it with you and Megyn Kelly? Well, I just don't respect her as a journalist. I have no respect for her. I don't think she's very good. I think she's highly overrated. Well, let's hey, take a she's look a at... lightweight. I couldn't care less about it. Good morning. It's 948. Oh, yeah. Michael Graham. Anyone else notice how much uh, time Donald Trump spends attacking other Republicans? As opposed to, oh, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, his good friend uh, who he's given hundreds of thousands of dollars to and who came, as he famously pointed out, came to his wedding because she had to. Uh, Not a lot of time attacking the Democrats, not a lot of time attacking President Obama's policies, but he loves attacking Carly Fiorina and um, Marco Rubio and, of course, Megyn Kelly and Fox News. Because, as we all know, Megyn Kelly and Fox News are a bunch of liberals. I did not know that until this weekend. That was astonishing to me that Fox News is, in fact, part of the evil, liberal, far-left establishment. I, really? Wow. I, no, no one is going to be more stunned than my liberal friends to discover that Fox News is a tool for liberalism. 844 uh, Because of the Red State event here in Atlanta this weekend... And because Eric Erickson disinvited Donald Trump to attend the Red State Gathering, suddenly the media focus came here to Atlanta over the weekend. A lot of people talking about it and about Eric Erickson's decision to disinvite Donald Trump. Now, of course, Donald Trump, who had planned on coming, suddenly said, ah, Eric Erickson, whoever cares, no one cares about him. I didn't want to go in the first place. Yeah, that's OK. That's fine. Donald Trump. Uh, but a lot of people are upset from the standpoint of free speech. Even if you think Donald Trump is a dope and a blowhard, why won't you let him speak? And I just wanted to give you the chance to speak for yourself about that at 844-404-1067. Did uh, Donald Trump do the right thing by disinviting, excuse me, did Eric Erickson do the right thing by disinviting uh, the Donald from the Red State Gathering here in Atlanta? 
nine other, I was going to say nine other presidential candidates. Donald Trump's not a presidential candidate. Nine actual presidential candidates were there. And there was a lot of talking and a lot of great questions. And a lot of people like Carly Fiorina and others really kicked butt um, over the weekend. Uh, I just, I am more and more impressed with Fiorina. The more she talks, I'm going to go, wow, this woman knows how to fight. She really knows how to fight. Well, you know why? Because she's always on the rack. Exactly. I mean, that, that's it. There's the trick. Don, actually, Donald has enlightened us. This is what we need. We need a couple of women run for president, who, and you get them on opposite cycles, so there's one of them is always going. Because why else would you ask a, a, would a reporter ask someone a hard question if it's a woman? Of course. Obviously, that's what that's about. Um, so here's my deal on Eric Erickson and, and disinviting, because I'm a true believer in letting, you know, let, letting people talk. Absolutely. But when it's your event, your decisions about who you invite reflects on you. Uh, there, you know, um, uh, what's her name? Susan, Susan Collins up in Maine, super liberal. In fact, they just did a, a study just came out. New England Republicans are more liberal than Southern Democrats. They actually went through like their positions and stuff. So Susan Collins, a big time liberal. She's a Republican. Eric Erickson wouldn't invite Susan Collins to the red state group to meet conservative grassroots people. Why? It would make no sense. You see what I'm saying? He would sh- you show discernment when you invite, when you decide of a concert, the bands you choose to put up on stage say something about you. If I were going to do, I did a bunch of, uh, of uh, campaign training schools in the past, and there were different people that I could have, you know, talking about their race. There were some people who I would not invite because I wouldn't want to be associated with them. David Duke ran for president. His name was on the ballot in South Carolina, in Louisiana, at least. I wouldn't invite David Duke to an event. I'm not saying that that makes Donald Trump David Duke. But I'm simply pointing out you do show discernment. My problem with Eric Erickson isn't that he disinvited the Donald. My problem with Eric Erickson is that he invited him in the first place. And I'm not going to go back and trash Eric for the stuff he said, you know, whatever. Because when you're in the talk show media business, it's different. That's why... Nothing that Donald Trump said while he was a reality TV guy bothers me. Who cares? It's reality TV. That's what you're supposed to do. So did Eric Erickson say stuff that I wouldn't say because it was pretty despicable and even too juvenile for me? Yeah, but so what? But when you're running for president, it's a totally different deal. And so when Eric Erickson suddenly discovered Friday night, hey, wait a minute, this guy trashing POWs and smearing Mexicans as rapists, I'm not sure he really reflects what I stand for. Yeah, that was just a little late. That's all. I wouldn't, he wouldn't have been invited in the first place, uh, at least in a way that would associate me. If I were having a debate, you know, Michael, we're just going to have a debate of all the candidates. Sure, you're a candidate. People are interested. I'd have you. But if you're having the, uh, hi, I'm Michael Graham. I want you to meet the people that I think you need to hear from. I would not be inviting Donald Trump or John McCain for completely different reasons, but the same principle that it's my gig. It reflects on me. The fact that Eric Erickson didn't dump him until Friday night tells you what you need to know about Eric Erickson. 844-404-1067. Danny, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Hello. How are you doing today, Doing great. Um, i like to comment on Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump has always been the type of person to go into one direction and turn around and always go in the other direction. Mm -hmm. He's always been the type of person that he don't want nobody to know exactly what the right hand is doing than the left hand and and i believe he's just trying his best to actually actually get enough votes 
and everything and do what he's got to do until actually the Republicans cave in and give him the nomination. And once they give him the nomination, he's going to turn around and run independent and just take enough votes away from the Republicans so Hillary Hillary Clinton can actually go right on in there. Do you think Republicans are going to really give him the nomination under any circumstances? I know he's threatening, you better give it to me or I'll run as a third party and make sure you lose. He said that, you know, he's hinted at that, I should say, several times. Uh, do you think the Republicans would do that? Well, we never thought Republicans would do what they're doing. But, <laughs> hey, but I, hey, let me tell you. I, you, I got to say right there, you stopped me in my tracks right there because yeah, he's got a good point. I Who never thought the things that we've seen so far that we would ever see? Well, That's a very good point. Well, Donald Trump, he's always been the type of person. He don't need the money. He That's don't right. need the recognition. He wants to get who he wants to get in there. And he has donated to Hillary Clinton. Uh, many very times. Many, yes. And the Republic, I mean, the Democrat Party and everything. And he's always made the statement, mm-hmm. I want the Republican to give me the nomination. I That's think right. when that happens and when they cave in and say, well, he's got the most votes and he's got the mm-hmm. biggest numbers, so we're going to let him get the nomination. Then he's going to turn around and run independent. And maybe he might become vice president with Hillary Clinton. I mean, Hillary Clinton. You know, I, I, that's a, once again, all interesting theories at 844-404-1067. Uh, the poll that was released yesterday, uh, and yes, it was an NBC survey monkey poll. So that means it's an Internet poll. But what they do, and I, I'm not defending it. I just want to make sure you know what's going on. I found this very interesting. They, instead of the usual Internet poll, which just means somebody just slaps something up on the web and you can sit there and vote 900 times. Uh, what they did is they use the internet the same way you use a phone in a regular poll. And they contacted different people. They made a screen so you get the right amount of, you know, guys, men, women, old, young, et cetera, all the things. So you, that because that's how polls work is you take a sample that matches the bigger, you know, group, and then you draw conclusions from there. So supposedly SurveyMonkey is a real way to do polls. So I'm told that they were one of the most accurate predictors in this British election that occurred a few months ago where people thought it was going to be a real close race and instead the conservatives just blew the doors off that survey monkey was one of the few polling firms that got that right i don't i'm just telling you that according to survey monkey the person who experienced the biggest drop after the thursday night debate donald trump the person who enjoyed the biggest jump carly fiorina and carly fiorina is now in the top five according to this poll and with all the disclaimers i've already told you about the poll the best part about the so three great things: Trump is way down, Fiorina's way up, Jeb Bush nowhere in the top five. I'm telling you, folks, this is going to be a one. I predict this is going to be a great week. I'm feeling good. I know it's the first day of school for a lot of you, but it's going to be a great week. Hey, we've got first day of school stories coming up. We also have uh, uh, one of the. Uh, women who was probably most offended on Megan's behalf. A mom who said, Target, end your feminism in the toy department. You're going to love this story. And a Black Lives Matters protester lays it all out. Reasonable? We're not here to be reasonable. Okay, your word's not mine. Hi. Good morning, it's 1006 and News Radio 1067. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, star of the show. So glad that you are here for the natural truth. What is the natural truth? It's the way the world really works. It's not the Republican truth or Democratic truth, liberal or conservative. It just is what it is. And 
The natural truth is that it's very, very hard for uh, some people to criticize Donald Trump, and we know why. Of course, it's very hard for them to attack me on looks because I'm so good-looking. That's a very good point. And then, of course, there's a fantastic relationship that he has. I cherish women. I want to help women. I'm going to do things for women that no other candidate will be able to do. And I certainly, certainly think it's true that no other candidate has ever referenced a woman's monthly visit during the course of his campaign for the presidency here to discuss it all is a guy who is also known for being uh fantastically attractive and well-meaning towards women except for when he has his pants on the lovely and talented jonah goldberg jonah welcome back to the show it's great to be here michael it's you megan kelly in the same category pants related attacks from donald trump i don't understand it yeah, well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> for the beautiful people, this is the you know, this is the price we have to pay. It's a uh, burden we have to carry. Now, I have to do a disclaimer right now on behalf of the Trump supporters. Yes, Jonah Goldberg is part of the liberal Fox News establishment who was hired by Roger Ailes to take Donald Trump out. So I just wanted to go ahead and get that out so everyone knows where you're coming from. Right. No, actually, you you raise an important point because there is this very strange. Um, tendency that I've been I've been dealing with over the course of the last couple of weeks. Um, I just want to make it like clear to people. Uh, you know, I've been at Fox, I don't know, for five years, maybe a little more. Um, before that, I was at CNN. I have never once ever gotten a memo, instructions, verbal, written, smoke signals, goat entrails, <laughs> or any other kind of communication, winks, nods, gesticulations, that ever said, you have to say this or you can't say that. Um, the only, ever, only time I ever get any sort of editorial direction from Fox News or from any other outlet is when they say, this is the subject we are going to talk about yep. today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there are some subjects I don't want to talk about, and so I don't go on. I say, hey, you better find somebody else. Or they might say, we're looking for someone to take this side of the argument. People know where I come from. I'm a conservative. I generally take the conservative side of arguments. I say, you know, but, but I have never been told you know, here are your talking points or any of that kind of stuff. And there's a huge amount of conspiratorial thinking out there these days that says that, you know, Roger Ailes or the bureaucrats at Fox News or the suits at Fox News are telling people what to say and what to do. And it doesn't work that way. Half of Fox News has been building up Donald Trump for the last 10 years. Absolutely. The idea that somehow there is this uniform policy against the guy is insane. And that's what brings it. We're talking to Jonah Goldberg, National Review Online. He's also writes a nationally syndicated column. You see him at Fox News. It's oh, and he's at AEI. Is I'm trying to figure out as as the people who are supporting Trump keep throwing more folks under their imaginary bus. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's a squish. Really? Wow. Carly Fiorina, she's too liberal. Wow, really? Fox News, it's a haven of you know, GOP. Establishment. Wow. What, what is it? It's, they're doing all this, Jonah, for Donald bleeping Trump. It's not like they're doing it for, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're not preserving Ronald Reagan and making tough choices, choices about throwing people under the bus. They're fighting on behalf of a big-time, big-government, pro-socialized medicine, pro-abortion, Hillary Clinton buffoon. Uh, how, how does this math work in their minds? Yeah, so like here's the thing. I, I I get when people when if I'm critical of Ted Cruz, which I'm actually not very often critical of Ted Cruz, or if I'm critical of um Rick Perry in two thousand twelve or Michelle Bachman or whatever, right. I get that people think I'm some sort of squish. Um 
but the I, I I simply will not stand for people telling me I'm not, I'm an inauthentic conservative or I'm right. I'm less conservative than they are because I'm critical of Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump is in no way representative of the base. He's in no way representative of authentic conservatism. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but at the same time, look, I, I understand that there are authentic conservatives out there who like the guy because they basically have this idea of to hell with all of them. Right? <laughs> Let's just burn the place down and start sure. over. And Donald Trump is a good, you know, he's a good guy, you know, to, to if, if that's if that's what you believe in. But mm -hmm. the idea that somehow Donald Trump is authentically conservative in any way is lunacy, and I think what's what's gone up is that people are just out over their out over their skis on this. They are passionate, and they are worked up, and they aren't thinking straight. And the idea that some you know one of the problems we have right now in the conservative movement is this idea that being a member of the base means never having to say you're sorry. Right. And so they all have to be right because and and you always tell someone's in trouble when their only argument is you just don't get it. Yep. Yeah, and, and I agree. With, we're talking to Jonah Goldberg. And the other part, by the way, I just want to point out how you used your feet elitist metaphor out over their skis because you, you <laughs> hang out in Vail. And, you know, that's that, that's you, you, your Kenny Bunkport crowd. That's how you winter. I understand that. But, yeah, the, the, but yeah, what yeah. about this argument? They, they ordered wings that were too spicy. And Jonah, this, the, this, is, this is the argument I'm getting. Stop telling Trump supporters that it's stupid to support Trump. You need them. They have to be coddled. You can't tell them. You can't treat a Trump supporter the way you would treat a Black Lives Matter idiot who's shouting down Bernie Sanders. Michael, you can't do it. They're too stupid. They don't understand. They're this feral animal of voting, and they have to be appeased until we can lure them in the Republican cage behind the regular candidate. To me, when I hear that, I hear the soft bigotry of low expectations. Should I be coddling Trump supporters and saying, I understand how you feel, and you make a lot of good points? Is, is, is that what... Should I be following in the kind of Rush, Ingram, Levin footsteps on this? I, I don't think so. Look, at the same time, um, you don't want to adopt Trumpism to fight Trump, mm -hmm. right? I mean, um, in, insofar as, uh, look, I'm not going to hold off in criticizing Trump the man, mm -hmm. but uh, I also think that, you know, you got to lead some of these people to see the light a little bit. Okay. And, um, Persuade rather than pound. Yeah, and there's a, I mean, there, and look, there is a legitimate, real sense of anger out there. Sure. Um, the problem I have is Donald Trump is the most ridiculous <laughs> vessel for carrying that anger forward. I mean, the guy is is the opposite of everything that the Tea Parties have professed to stand for yep. for the last five years. There, he is everything. He, he, he is the problem with the system. And he, you know, he very cleverly says, well, of course I'm the problem with the system. That's why I know how to fix it. Yep. Um, but this, <laughs> this idea that you know, a John going around screaming at prostitutes for being whores is a really weird argument. And that is essentially <laughs> what he's doing. I agree completely. I just also love these straight-talking people. we got a time for Tough Talk. Well, wow, what about Donald Trump's tough talk, tough talk about Megyn Kelly being on, you know, having her moment of monthly right. activity? Oh, he never said that. that he didn't. Oh, come on. I, really? So now the tough talk is gone now. Because, oh, no, he didn't. I didn't hear that. No, no, stick, they got their fingers in their ears, blah, 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 blah. I mean, oh, please. It is fascinating to me, Jonah, that after all the whining about how mean the questions were and whining about how Trump has to answer these tough things, 
that Donald Trump makes a reference to the part of the female anatomy that best describes Donald Trump and his followers. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to look forward to reading your email. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I, look, I basically agree with you. And the, this, you know, the situation that we're in is, you know, first of all, look, I, I am completely open in a sort of seminar setting. Mm-hmm. To the argument that maybe he didn't mean what people think he meant when he said that, but the uh, if, you know the the the, the, t- the reasonable doubt goes towards assuming that he did mean it that way right. because you look at his history of the last twenty years of saying things and being a complete and utter pig. Mm-hmm. You know he's got more ex-wives than the previous forty-three presidents combined. <laughs> um, and but they're tremendous, fabulous ex-wives. They're classy, fabulous ex-wives. <laughs> hey, we got to let you go, Jonah, but real quickly, this to me is my favorite quote Trump of the day. Do you think I'd make a stupid statement like that? Who would make a statement like that? Jonah, do you think Donald Trump would make a stupid statement like that? <laughs> the question answers itself. Exactly. Absolutely. Of course we do. Everybody. In fact, all we're doing, and this is what the Trump supporters don't get, all we're doing, doing is waiting for, A, his next stupid statement, and B, for how much you will be clown yourself defending it. That's what, we're, that's what normal people are doing. We're sitting yeah. back and watching this show and just laughing. Uh, but unfortunately, I think it's doing real damage to conservative media that didn't need more damage done to it already. Jonah Goldberg, great columns. Love reading them. Great work on Fox. Uh, you shill for the uh, anti-Trump people. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Always great to be here, my friend. Thank you so much. 844-404-1067 is the phone number. Did Eric Erickson make the right decision to disinvite Trump? You tell me, is that an attack on free speech? Is that the wrong way to go? Uh, and do you uh, uh, do you think that it's... Me is it, it's a mistake to point out that backing Trump seems foolish uh, in the big picture. All your questions, uh, all your answers to those questions coming up. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. It's 1020. Uh, yeah, Michael Graham, welcome to the show. Thanks again with uh, for uh, Jonah Goldberg for joining us here on the show. Here is what uh, Steve Hayes, my buddy at the Weekly Standard, says. Uh, Those who remain Trump supporters seem to be beyond shame. It doesn't matter that they're angry about the incompetence in Washington. Turning to Trump to solve the problems in Washington is like turning to an ape to fix a broken refrigerator. This is uh, Steve Hayes at the Weekly Standard. It's embarrassing, but rather than embarrassment, the Trump followers will feel more anger and pose and their pose will shift from self-righteousness to victimhood and many will dig in further. I maybe that's 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 one guy's take. That's um, weekly standards. Uh, uh, Steve Hayes. I, I'm just. I, I am not if 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 you're going to drag down what I've done with my life. Uh, and uh, the industry I work in, by tying it to Don, Donald Trump and pushing us out of the water, you're going to have to do it without me. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, as Carly Fiorina said, it was obvious what Donald Trump was talking about when he mentioned Megyn Kelly and her blood, and everybody knew it. Well, you know, I think presidential campaigns test character under pressure and over time. And so it's a moderator's job to ask tough questions. All of those moderators asked tough questions of everyone. They were completely inappropriate and offensive comments, period. Ouch. (laughs) She stole my joke. 
844-404-1067. Jeannie is on the line. Jeannie, thank you for the call. Right ahead. Yes. um, Now, I personally don't know Donald Trump. I would like to meet him. But my grandfather, and putting this in perspective, my grandfather died at 98 in 1992. Mm -hmm. My grandfather did security in New York for Trump. Um, so my grandfather had all kinds of stories. My grandfather was a very well-respected man in New York, and he talked about how Donald Trump treated people, how he respected people. Mm -hmm. You know, my grandfather thought, well, maybe it was just because he was older, but he would sit there and talk about politics. He's abrasive. And he was abrasive back then, but um, from what my grandfather said, he didn't get into too much detail, but uh, Trump did a lot of wonderful things for a lot of people and didn't even want to be recognized for doing so. Now, some of the things that he's been saying lately, yeah, are crass, and I've always been a Megyn Kelly fan. I've always liked her, but I do feel that she kind of went after him. Um would I vote for him? I'm not sure right now. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my son's down in Glen County trying to uh, work for the campaign for um, Senator Cruz. Right. We met Cruz here a couple weeks ago. My, I'm actually here in Atlanta because my husband had a bone marrow transplant at Emory, and um, he was doing a book signing, and Cruz came out to come out and see him and shake That's his great. hand. He is amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, Let me ask you, do you think, do, do you think Ted Cruz that, would talk about people the way that Donald Trump talks oh, about people? No, no. Do, do you think that it's Ted Cruz too, would talk about him? personalities. Yeah. Way, would, yeah. Would Ted Cruz talk about himself the way that Donald Trump talks about himself? No. Yeah. Never. See, I, I'm, I'm, it's just, but, but it's Jeannie, just I, the I really, personality. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hear what you're but, saying, but that that's part of the should you be president of the United States. Thank you for the call, and thank you for you know uh, sharing a different perspective on Donald Trump. I am more than happy to welcome Trump supporters at 844-404-1067. In fact, let's hear from the Donald himself. Fox News was afraid. They were petrified. They thought that I, the Donald, needed them on my side. But when that Megyn Kelly hag came at me like she's on the rag, you had to know. It was her visit from Aunt Flo, and so I'm back. No, I'm not through. I've still got lots of insults left for every POW. The Mexicans all love me. I'm big with all the blacks, that's key. And when I get Hillary elected, she won't make me pay any tax. Go on, attack. See if I care. If I really wanted to, I could just kill you with my hair. With the Republicans who hate me, telling me to say goodbye, I want to rumble. I've got more menstruation jokes to try. Oh no, not I. I will survive. As long as clueless morons love me, my campaign will survive. I've got more women to insult and more minorities to hate. I will survive. I will survive. Hey, hey. Thank you, Donald Trump, for joining us, 844-404-1067, or call the Confession Hotline, 404-436-2007. That's 404-436-2007. It is a I, – I, before uh, I even got up this morning, I was already getting emails and 
from people and, and Facebook messages and stuff. Michael, please, please, just the Trump thing. Just don't, don't, don't talk about that. Just don't talk about the biology part because it, it's it's gross. It's it's icky. It makes people uncomfortable. And I, I once again, I didn't ask Donald Trump to make that line. Don't hold me responsible. I mean, the fact is that the whole concept throws men off in general. Every month, a woman has this time when she gets very angry at everything. And usually men are the everything. It's like a tire fire. Trying to put it out only makes it worse. You just got to let it burn. Grab a beer and let it burn. That's that's how most guys feel. We don't want to deal with it. We just don't. We don't know what to say, what to do, and it's, it's always going to get ugly. What is that? That stain on your pants, idiot. What is that? Is that blood? Are you bleeding? Are you dancing with some chick in there? Yeah, so... It's ah, I don't want to hear. Stop! 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 I don't want this. I don't want any more. This is just super bad. I don't want. I don't want this on my show. So if you can help us with the nice way to reference this, so that we're not, you know, making people go. Eight four. Just call the confession hotline four zero four four three six two thousand seven, and uh, valuable prizes may be yours. Absolutely. Uh, coming up. If you go to Target to do your after your your back to school shopping or your Christmas shopping and find it a little tougher to find the stuff you're looking for, there is a woman you can thank, Abby Bechtel. I'll explain coming up. I'm Uncle Graham. Good morning, it's 1034. I am Michael Graham. Don't forget the lunch line, your chance to win free lunch coming up at around 1135 in the morning. Chance to win lunch at the Village Tavern and the Taste of Atlanta. So a $100 gift card from the Village Tavern and visit tasteofatlanta.com. That's coming up later in the show. And you can always email me anytime, michael at michaelgraham.com. Remember, if you can't say something nice, call me. Uh, So... You're running around getting stuff for your kids to go back to school, right? And we're still having our contest. You still got uh, a today and tomorrow to get in your back bogus back to school list, so that we can give you a gift card and some food to take the edge off. If you got a totally ridiculously bogus back to school list, got some more about that coming up later. But you're, so you're running to Target, and you know your daughter wants a girl, you know, like Hello Kitty backpack or frozen backpack whatever you want you know that's what your daughter wants and you know your son wants the uh, i don't whatever you know teenage mutant ninja turtle or transformers you know what they want and so you walk in the store and you say excuse me ma'am where can i go to get the girls stuff because i'm in a hurry my daughter's with me i just want to get her stuff and the answer from target is we're not going to tell you because target has said Say goodbye to girls' building sets and boys' betting. The big box retailer announced Friday it will phase out gender-based signage. Parents and gender equality advocates welcomed the news as a significant step with potential to inspire other retailers. Quote, this change is a step towards removing gender limitations in childhood. But when one of the world's largest retailers does this, the ripple effects will be significant said the author Melissa Atkins-Wardy in her uh, blog, Pigtail Pals and Ball Caps Buddies, 
which promotes gender-neutral toys, apparel, etc. Why did this happen? It all happened because a few months ago, one woman sent out one tweet as she was walking through the store. She sees a sign that says, girls building sets for like building block toys and stuff, and she didn't like it. Smack in the middle of the blue kind of boy area was an aisle sign that said, building sets, girls building sets. And I just thought that was so frustrating. So she sends out a tweet to um, Target complaining about it because she doesn't like that Target would give shoppers this information. I would love to see um, more of the conversation around how we gender things for kids that don't need to be gendered. And so uh, the message from Heart from Target on the website said, we heard you and we agree. And so Abby Bechtel is having her way when you walk in the store. Uh, girls' toys, it's not going to say girls' toys. Boys' clothing, it's not going to say boys' clothing. You, you don't need to know. Well, a lot of people are saying things like women are just so thin-skinned, they need to get over it, and, you know, feminists are always looking for something to be angry about. Gee, I, I wonder why they would say that when a woman walking through a store got angry about, hey, how come you tell me that the uh, toys for girls are over here? Hey, how dare you say that? 844-404-1067. Do you think it's uh, ta- that Target is doing the right thing? Or uh, do you disagree? I'd love to hear from you, 844-404-1067. Because it makes it seem like it's so normal for building sets to be for boys. And, oh, by the way, you know, girls can build stuff too, we guess. Oh, we guess, yes, because we're not really sure that they should be doing that. So that's why I started with where I think normal people are. You go in a store, you're in a hurry, you got stuff to do because you got kids. You got kids who got to get back to school. Your teacher gave you some ridiculous back to school list with all this specific stuff. You have to have Crayola brand crayons, the 144 set box that has to have the crayon sharpener in the side. And you have to label each individual crayon with your daughter's initials on it. So you are in a hurry. So you want to know where the chick stuff is right away, right? So you walk in and oh, it's, all, it's, well, it's all mixed up together. It's all mixed up together. So how am I going to find it? Well, you have to walk up and down every aisle. Why? because we're not we're not uh, sexist that's why eliminating these gendered type divisions will help children learn that a toy is a toy look you can all you want put you can put the barbie dolls and the uh the nerf guns right next to each other you can wrap the nerf guns in pink wrapping and you can put barbie doll in a box with camo on it and 99% of the boys are going to take the guns and 99% of the girls are going to take the toys, the dolls, because that's what boys and girls and men and women are. I know this will come as a shock to you social justice warriors out there, but boys and girls are different. And if you don't believe me, ask Donald Trump. He'll be glad to tell you how different they, different they are in their wherevers. He'll be happy to tell you at 844-404-1067. And, but, hey, you're saying that the store is promoting bigotry by uh, putting the girls' toys in the girls' toys ghetto and the boys' stuff in the boys' stuff ghetto. Have you ever noticed when you go to Target's, um, uh, like, uh, home supplies and toiletry section 
that they have all the hair straightener and Afro sheen and hair all in the same box. That's why, why would you do that? Why would you hide the Afro sheen over with other? Why, why, why isn't it right next to the blondie bottle of hair dye? Why, why are you doing that? That seems awfully uh, a bigot, bigoted to me. That seems awfully uh, uh, discriminatory to me. You ever notice that they put all the old people stuff on the old people's shelf? You got the uh, insure right above the Depends. How come you have the Depends diapers way far away from the kid diapers? What are you, what, ageist? What is this bigotry? What's wrong with you? I think that all the diapers should just be in the same place, in the diapers. Well, wait a minute. But then that assumes that there's a certain kind of person who'd be looking for diapers. How do you know the person who's looking for guns isn't looking for diapers? What are you, judging people? For how do you know that I don't want to put on a diaper and go out in the woods and hunt deer with Matt Dorr right now? How do you know that I don't want to do all that? To, maybe I want to buy it. I want to wear my diapers and put on a woman's blouse and go out and hunt deer. I think that the women's blouses and the diapers and the shotgun should be all together at Walmart. And if you do anything different, you're a hater. That's what I think. How come all the hair stuff is with hair stuff anyway? What about bald people? What, you don't like bald people? I think that if Target is going to be a social justice warrior, everything they sell should be randomly placed around the store without any indications whatsoever. No judgments. None. No discrimination. Uh, just, it just be randomly in the store. And you just have to roam around and no one's allowed to give you a hint because that hint will probably be cis-normative, gender, racially. You will assume some. You ever buy groceries? At Target, or as we know it, racist shopper world. You ever go over to Hitlerville, a.k.a. Target, and buy food? They have all of the foreign food together. They've got the tortillas are right next to the refried beans. They're right next to the... You haters! The uh, soy sauce and the fried noodles all there together. Oh my God, look at the racism and bigotry! So you can go shop at Himmler Shopping Center all you want. You can go to the, you know what they should change the target from a circle into a big burning cross and a white sheet. That's what it should, it should be target spelled with three K's. That's what they should do. They sort the food. They sort the clothes. It's all hate. And I refuse to be a hater anymore. I mean, assuming that is that you buy their premise that it makes sense not to put girl toys together and boy toys together. Assuming you believe that, then you've got to know this isn't Target. It is total hate. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at Noon on News Radio 1067. Good morning, it's 1048. Uh, yeah, Michael Graham, don't forget, all season long when the Braves score, you win an express oil with dollars off their full-service oil change. Braves beat the Marlins 7-2 to two on Saturday, so get 7 bucks off a full-service oil change today at Express Oil Change and Service Center. Please tell them Michael Graham sent you that 7 bucks off, so take advantage of it today. So Target has announced that they agree that there's something wrong with segregating girl toys from boy toys, and so they are going to end it in the name of social justice. Smack in the middle of the blue kind of boy area was an aisle sign that said, building sets, girls building sets. And I just thought that was so frustrating. Yeah, so uh, as opposed to the frustration of being a parent trying to buy different stuff for different kids, boys and girls, and not being able to find it 
anymore. Let's ask D'Angela. D'Angela, you're on the air. Thanks for the call. Hi, Michael. Hi. I just, my first question is, why is this frustrating her? Does she not have <laughs> other things to do with her time and her life that children's toys frustrated her? I mean, have we become so overly inclusive and politically correct that we are now infringing on the freedom of childhood for kids to just be children? I mean, this is absolutely, she doesn't speak for me. Um, but it, she, 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 well, she, she and Target say that it hurts your children that the boys' toys are together and the girl toys are together. How so? They're children. Children know, and, and, and understand this, at a young age, a child, a boy knows what he wants to play with, and a girl knows what she wants mm. to play with. It is just something that is instinctively in a child. I think that, that they, 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 say, they say that you're making your children that way, that parents program your children, and that your daughters would, would otherwise, they'd grab the army men and the Tonka trunks, trucks if it weren't for bad parenting in society. Guess what? I tried to get my daughter to play with dolls. She didn't want dolls. Mm-hmm. She liked those. She liked those large Lego building blocks. Okay. And that's what she played with. And they they came in all array of colors: yellow, green, blue. And they were wherever they were at. I didn't go and look specifically to see where they were at. It's just I, the time of day that that takes to put thought into. Right. It's just ridiculousness. And for Target to fold to such foolishness exactly it makes look even more ridiculous well i'm with and you i think it's embarrassing i think it just it either shows corporate weaseliness corporate incompetence or a combination of both but just remember it when you're in the stores and you can't find stuff it's not because the 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 in, individual handlers screwed up it's because it is the policy of these places to cater to uh social justice warrior lunacy and so they are going to they're going to hide the stores. And I'd love to know from parents of kids who you expected that your sons or daughters when they were first born, that they would have to be taught kind of these gender assumptions, gender standards of behavior. Is that what you found, that your kids were completely neutral? Or was it the case that as soon as your kids got old enough to start expressing themselves, that your boys just started acting like boys and your girls just started acting like girls, and you had nothing that you know of to do with it. Because that is my experience, is that you can, you can, you can sort all the, you can line all the toys up in alphabetical order in front of your kids and say, I don't want to put any pressure here. I don't want you to feel like there's a gender role here. And the boys will zoom out like boys, and the girls will, will stroll rationally over like girls. If that's just what happens. David, you're on the air. Thanks for the call. Uh, yes, I would... Suppose that these products have been produced through market research, so mm-hmm. the companies are making these things that boys and girls respond to. Yep. Otherwise, they're, they're being pretty asinine, and that's <laughs> why they're labeled girls and boys because they've been tested, and the boys and girls have right. self-selected these items. I mean, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with you know, switching things around, and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of studies. About ten or fifteen percent of both sexes will will do something kind of atypical, like right. you know, they were talking about you know playing with Tonka toys when it's a girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this is just absolutely in 
insane. Mm-hmm. This this is uh, as a friend of mine who managed to produce about five kids. He said it just didn't matter what he gave the boys; <laughs> they turned everything into some little gun. Of by the course, time you, they were give, you, you give a boy a Barbie doll, and he will turn the Barbie doll into either a gun or the target of a gun. That's what boys do, and obviously, uh, uh, you know, David, you and I are. Are generalizing because you have to because David started off by the way great way to do conversation start off by acknowledging you know there's always the exception there's always the 15 percent over here but then you get to what everybody you know to the to the natural truth did you know there's a push some uh, uh, do you remember this from last year a little girl wrote a st- uh, note to McDonald's dear McDonald's why do you have boy toys and girl toys why can't the girls like the boy toys and so fast food places have stopped at, they used to ask do you want a boy toy or a girl toy which was great for me because I have uh, two sons and two daughters and kind of like two sets, you know, two that are similar age and two that are similar age. And so my daughter wanted girl stuff and my son wanted boy. And so it was great. Yeah, want, I need one of each. And now can I get a boy toy? Uh, we're not allowed to tell. We don't. It's, uh, uh, no, no comment. No com- Really? <laughs> this is the social justice you're fighting for. That's that's why this is one of the reasons why there is resonance with Donald Trump as bad a deliverer of a message that he is. He has tapped into a message that's so powerful, it even works through him, which is people are being stupid on purpose, trying to deny what everybody knows is true. And this is part of, and this is part of that stupidity. Are you kidding me? We can't have boy clothes and boy Why not? Because it's, 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 it's not right. We're gonna, no, you're, this is human nature. This is human evolution. This is evolutionary biology. Study it. Learn. Boys and girls are different. It's called science, you SJW kooks. And by that, by SJW kook, I mean my teenage daughter who's listening to the show right now. Then is a total teenage uh, 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 SJW. Cynthia, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Yes, hi. Hi. Um, I'm just wondering, does this lady not have anything else better to do <laughs> or to worry about in life? <laughs> I mean, there to worry about whether you got to pick pink or blue toys right. that's that's a little she she must have a very boring life Absolutely. i mean i have three sons and one daughter all three of my boys rode dirt bikes and four wheelers and my daughter ended up riding one and playing with barbie i i'm not i don't i don't get all this i mean there's i my son played with with baby dolls too when he was little, but when he got old enough to realize, look, that that's for girls. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's not that it's it's just how it was, you know. And when he got older, he wanted Tonka trucks and GI Joes and stuff like that. And right. now they're almost grown men, and they're men. You know? And they just have big, oversized Tonka trucks. They just drive them around I, and they yeah, sit in exactly. them. Exactly, <laughs> Cynthia. Thanks for the great call, Daniel. You're on the air with Michael Graham. Go right ahead, please. Hey, um, Hi, Daniel. I wanted to call in to uh, support the the idea that you were saying that a kid is going to play with what a kid wants to play with, mm-hmm. despite what they're told or taught. When I was a kid, I would take my $5 allowance every week, go to the dollar store, and I would go into the dog toy aisle where <laughs> I would find the cartoony dogs and cats that would squeak, you know, the uh-huh. little rubber. Sure. And I would buy those. I would buy dog toys to play with because uh-huh. I liked the characters. And despite the fact that it was labeled dog toy, <laughs> that's what I wanted to play with. So, you know, it, it just shows that 
no matter, you can label it whatever you want. You can mislabel it however you want. But like you said, a kid uh, knows what a kid wants to play with. Right. Now, I have to ask, do you, in fact, have a problem with fleas? Dude, you know, I tried the flea <laughs> collar once, and it was a little too sticky. And I, I wasn't a big fan of it. Good. Well, if you ever start licking yourself in the places that dogs lick themselves, then that's when you know you have a real Real problem. 844-404-1067 is my phone number. Or you can call the Confession Hotline at 404-436-2007. Confess your hopes, your fears, your dreams. Confess your encounters with gender normative toys and clothes and life. Also, because Donald Trump has interjected it into our political conversation, if you have a phrase that your wife uses or your daughters use or you use to describe that time that is that time... One that would be radio friendly, you'd be you would truly be helping me out because this is one of the most uncomfortable conversations I've ever had in public in my life. Please call it to the confession hotline at 404-436-2007. Whoever has the best confession hotline call today is going to win tickets to see Yes and Toto in a, a concert at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater August 22nd. I'm Michael Graham. How would you like to make up to 20000 a month flipping houses with no risk? Hi, my name is Nick Vertucci, and over the last two years, my elite team of house flippers have flipped over 800 properties by using my three-step flipping system that guarantees quick profits. And this year, we plan to double it. I'm growing my team in your area, and I'm looking for help. I have more cash available than deals right now, so I need you. All interested candidates call now and take an inside peek of my flipping system. I'll rush you out a free copy of my Fortunes and Flipping CD kit that will show you how easy it is to get in, get out, and get paid immediately flipping houses if you come join my team. Call 1-800-771-8516 now to get your free Fortunes and Flipping kit. Call 800-771-8516 in the next 20 minutes, and Nick will also give you free tickets to a live workshop coming to the Atlanta area. Call 1-800-771-8516. That's 1-800-771-8516. And get your free ticket. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. We're going to let you on the mic. We will after Senator Sanders. A lot of people are saying things like women are just so thin skinned, they need to get over it. And, you know, feminists are always looking for something to be angry about. This is the Michael Graham Show on News Radio 1067. Every month, a woman has this time when she gets very angry at everything. It's like a tire fire. Trying to put it out only makes it worse. You just got to let it burn. Good morning, it's 1106 at News Radio 1067. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, star of the show, renowned spoiler of women, known enemy of the jihad, the geekiest white guy east of the Mississippi River, and a man who proudly stands with Megan. I stand with Megan Kelly. Why? Because she's smart. Why? Because she's good at her job. And of course, she's smoking hot. And those are not necessarily in the accurate order, but uh, I'm a huge Megyn Kelly fan, always have been. And when you have to trash Megyn Kelly and Fox News as liberals, that should tell you right away that maybe you're not on the right path. Also, when you have to bring up issues that people really don't want to talk about, Donald Trump, when you're defending yourself from Megyn Kelly. When we get mad, you always ask us if we're on our periods. I have to know whether you're serious or not. I wish I could menstruate. 
If I could menstruate, I wouldn't have to deal with idiotic calendars anymore. I'd just be able to count down from my previous cycle. Plus, I'd be more in tune with the moon and the tides. <laughs> so why? Why, Donald Trump? Why go there? Couldn't you just answer questions? Like, oh. But anyway, this whole ridiculous, oh, the debate's unfair and everyone's out to get me. It's called running for president. You're going to ask tough questions. If you can't handle Megyn Kelly, you can't handle Vladimir Putin. You can't handle Fox News. You can't handle the Iranians. But then again, that's so that's that bizarro world. Um, and uh, the fun part has been the follow up from this where suddenly Donald Trump announces that he's really not. I don't understand why people have been talking about this. Are you kidding me? Uh, women, they love me. I've always had a great relationship to the women. Women are tremendous. I cherish women. I want to help women. I'm going to do things for women that no other candidate will be able to do. Well, no other candidate has ever done this. That's for darn sure. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Here's my question. If you're Target and Donald Trump is at one of your debates, does he say, yeah, that Chris Wallace, blood was coming out of his eyes, blood was coming out of his wherever? Because you don't want to gender norm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be... You, know, you, you you can't be gender specific. So maybe that's it. But Donald Trump says he loves the ladies and nobody knows how to show love like the Donald. It's very hard for them because I'm so good looking. I cherish women. I want to help women. I mean, I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of her. Well, Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting. I mean, both inside and out. Drop to your knees. You've called women dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. What a stiff. Ladies, if you feel cherished by Donald Trump, please share that with us. We're also talking about Target, which has announced that like McDonald's and their Happy Meal toys, they are going to stop some uh, identifying uh, uh, of their uh, products based on gender. They're going to take the signs down. They don't want to have the girl stuff over here and the boy stuff over there. That's wrong. That's bad. That's a form of injustice. Let's talk to Desi. Desi, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Hi, Michael. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Glad I, to. Let's just give women what they want. If they want nothing gender-based, let's say in the Olympics, let's just base it on the people who can run the fastest, ah. jump the highest, throw the farthest, and lift the most. And you won't see one woman in the Olympics in anything. Hey, we could get rid of the blue tees, red tees, and white tees at golf courses, right? Exactly. They I just mean, have one tee. Well, we're all here together. The big gender exactly. normative tee. I'm, Desi, great point. At eight four 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 zero four one zero six seven, Andrew, you are on the air with Michael Graham. I'll tell you what, Michael. I've I've raised three daughters. I've been working out of my house for fifteen years. You know, I've got daughters who throw footballs better than boys, but they love dresses. They play with girls' toys. They they are so over feminism. And as one one of my daughters said. Problem with feminists in this country is they they worry about so many first world problems. When women around this world right. 
are being persecuted and and prosecuted for stupid things like not having five guys there to prove that she was raped, and they worry about this stupid stuff. And I love I love the fact that my daughters take on feminists regularly at their high school and just have out fall out fall out brawls with them because this this is the stupid stuff that wastes our time. Uh, Andrew, thanks for the call. I'm glad they're doing it too. My daughter, uh, a sophomore at UMass solidly with the SJW fight. Absolutely. And she, they, she's turning my 12-year-old into a feminist. My 12-year-old my is doing the, Daddy, why are you getting the door for me? Why don't you get the door for gate? You know, for my other Really? Really? So I'm having to fight this uphill fight because this is the way the society is going. And uh, that, that, that is one of the things that makes Donald Trump resonate with people who would normally not take him seriously. They see this stupid stuff happening and they keep asking, why aren't my regular political leaders stepping up and saying and doing something about this? Why are you letting stupidity just carry the day? You know, you can't count on the corporate world. They're going to cave. Uh, and you, so, you know, wh- where do you turn? You turn to your political leaders and their attitudes. Whatever do you say? I don't want to fight. I don't want to talk about anything. And what happens is when reasonable people don't step up and confront stupidity, the crazies are able to have it, whether it's the Donald Trump crazies or whether it's the Black Lives Matters extreme crazies. And they were out in force this weekend with Bernie Sanders making my case. You'll hear some astonishing audio coming up in a moment. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. Good morning, 1117. Don't forget the confession hotline. Waiting for your phone calls at 404-436-2007. Your chance and the best call of the day will win a pair of tickets to see Yes and Toto in concert at Verizon Wireless Amphitheater August 22nd. That's 404-436-2007. Call and comment on the show. Leave your snarky comments. Tell us the euphemism you use for that time around your house. Uh, So maybe we can get Donald Trump to clean up his language just a little bit. So uh, over the weekend, Bernie Sanders, who's a uh, he's not a Democrat, he's a socialist. He says, I'm a socialist. And he calls himself a huge social justice warrior. And he talks a lot about uh, government intervention to make the world a more fair place. He was a civil rights fighter because he's an older gentleman back in the civil rights day when it mattered. Back in the 60s, when this fight was going on, he was there fighting for to end Jim Crow, to end segregation and on behalf of his fellow Americans who happen to be black. So he has a event this weekend up in, you know, out on the West Coast, up in the granola crunching areas. He's either in uh, Portland or Seattle. I think it was in Seattle. So he has this big event, and the f- people who are part of the uh, Black Lives Matter movement show up, which is not surprising because, you know, uh, they they view the left as kind of their allies. So you think they'd be showing their show up and, and support Bernie Sanders, uh, no, that wasn't the case. Thank you, Seattle, for being one of the most progressive cities in the United States of America. Yes, they are. It was Seattle. They are progressive. We, we want an opportunity to We want an opportunity okay. Okay. on the mic. Okay. Well, ask him. Get him and Chuck, we're shutting this event okay. down okay. now. If you do not listen to her, no, no, your no. event will be shut down. Make a decision now. 
This is all live. We will, no, we are going to, we are going to let you on the mic. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are trying to be reasonable. We are trying to be reasonable. We are trying to be reasonable. We are trying. We're going to give you, we're going to let you on the mic. Okay, so let's be clear here, just to be where you're listening. So um, they're having a big event. There's a huge crowd, thousands of people. They have a stage. And these two Black Lives Matter representatives, or three, come up on stage, uninvited. They're not part of the program. They just jump up. Give us the mic. Uh, We'll we'll let you talk. Don't worry. We're good. No, give us the mic now. Then listen to the language. We're going to shut you down. This is this is a guy who is, I mean, he makes Hillary Clinton look like, well, a liberal. But still, I mean, he's he's out beyond Hillary Clinton. This is a guy that you know, left act, activists who believe that the world should be viewed through the prism of race and racism are going to love. But he is, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You may want to get your children away from the radio while I say this. Bernie Sanders is, I have to say it, white. Yeah, and he comes from Vermont, which has a lot of Itway Eplepay in it. And so the social justice was, so here he is, he, he's not accused of saying anything racist. No one, there's no, you know, he doesn't have a Donald Trump moment about Mexicans or anything. He's just, he's a guy who has been a civil rights supporter, <laughs> civil rights advocate. Uh, and he's part of the political party that right now the uh, left identifies with. He's even lefter than them. And yet they are screaming at him. You are going to do what we say. You are going to give us your event now. Trying to be reasonable. We are reasonable. We are trying. We're going to give you. We're going to let you on the mic. We are going to give you the mic. We will after Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator Sanders. After Senator. You hear that? Stop talking! Give us your... And once, it's his mic. I mean, it's not like Bernie Sanders showed up at a Black Lives Matter event and just said, hey, I mean, hey, what are you doing? No, no. It's his event. He, It's his mic. He bought, He paid for it, as Ronald Reagan once famously said. And these people show up. These people, these, um, by these people, I want to be very clear, the show you're listening to, these Black Lives Matter activists show up and they demand the mic, and we, we will have it, and we will have it right now. And if you will, don't give us what we want right now, we are going to take it right now. And I might, everything you need to know is in the first part of this exchange. Listen to this one more time. This woman defines who she and her supporters are. Listen. Trying to be reasonable. We are reasonable. We are trying to be reasonable. Ma'am, we're trying to be reasonable. Yep, you're absolutely correct. You are not reasonable in any way. You are a lunatic who should be completely ignored. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I'm one of the people who has pointed out that it is harder to be black in America than it is to be white, who has pointed out that there absolutely is a connection between the policies that police departments have used and the number of unarmed black people who have been killed by the police. There is a there is absolutely a problem. It, that's The problem is not all the police by any stretch. 80, 90 percent of the time, the cops get it right. But there are the policy, the policing programs that we policing policies we use create a bunch of tension and suspicion that we just don't need. And so I support reform. So, in other words, I'm not a guy who is a knee jerk opponent of Black Lives Matter. But to all of you who care about trying to find some reasonable way forward, you got to do something about this. Because when I went to the event 
commemorating the life and you know expressing anger uh, when Nicholas Thomas, I'm doing it from memory, but was, was killed in Smyrna, the, the guy in the car. Half the people that spoke were people who talked about, let's make changes that make sense. Here's what happened to me that caused me to get upset. And you, when they told their stories about how they were treated by the police, and you understood, oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I wouldn't put up with that either. I understand. But then half of the speakers were calling police officers pigs. You call cops pigs and mean it, I have no, our conversation's over. And the same, you know, so you, on the one hand, you know, on the right, you have people who are frustrated with the Republican leadership and should be, they want to see real change, it should be, and they're angry and they have lots to be angry about. And then you drift into Donald Trumpism and the credibility of your movement dies. As soon as the symbol of your movement is Donald Trump, the Confederate flag, and tampons, you are over. You've, you, your America just wanders away from you and ignores you like the crazy ant in the attic. And the same to those of you who care, who really care about doing something about the distrust between police and the black community who, who agree with me that we need some reasonable reforms of policing to go along with dealing with the problem of crime in the black community. You're going to lose any support from typical Americans of any color if when you speak... It sounds like this. To Black Lives Matter brought a Bernie Sanders political rally to a halt yesterday. Those demonstrators came on the stage and they interrupted the candidate as he was speaking and essentially shut the event down. If that's what you are, you're shutting down Bernie Sanders, then you're just gone. You're just lost. And to reemphasize that point, what happened this weekend when they were commemorating the one-year anniversary of the death of Michael Brown. Shooting, lots of shooting, shooting at police cars. If your movement is going to be the uh, every white person, liberal, conservative, and otherwise gets shut down, and every time we have a protest, we're going to shoot at the cops, there's no room in civilized society for you. And uh, so what happened is a member of the local St. Louis media was at the Sunday event trying to spread the word of people are, you know, a year later after Michael Brown, do we have seen changes or reform? What happened to the reporter? He got mugged and robbed <laughs> in the neighborhood where he showed up to send the message. Gang, people, I said, I'm sorry, I take back the word gang. I'm sorry, I meant that just in the, in the collective people. I apologize, I swear. Folks, individuals who are in the group that care about this, if I can't come to one of your rallies without getting robbed, you're not going to win the conversation. And then what happened after that? Gunfire was exchanged between unknown suspects. One of the suspects shooting began running uh, away down West Florissant, the street where all this has happened, was spotted by St. Louis County police detectives and unmarked police vehicles. They hit their emergency lights and started driving to the suspect who, quote, immediately turned and began firing at the detectives police vehicle, striking the police vehicle numerous times. The detectives got out of the car. The suspect turned, started firing at the detectives. Uh, they, he ran again. They followed him. The detectives shot him, called for an ambulance, uh, and so that's what happened. So we're, we're here to remember what happened to Michael Brown, and the way we're remembering it is robbing the press and shooting the police. That's a pro- that is a real problem. And I would just say something uh, to uh, my friends down at V103. 
You hear this show. We try to talk honestly about what's really going on, including uh, you know problems by conservatives, people who I generally would want to agree with, and what they're up to that I just can't support. I was getting, I'm sorry, you lost me. You left me behind. If you're going to be part of the conversation and you're not going to call out the violent, irrational, crazy behavior of people in your uh, cause, then your cause is going to be viewed as the crazy cause. Black Lives Matters is getting the same treatment from some of its folks that uh, certain groups of conservatives are getting from Donald Trump. Their good ideas are being undermined and ruined. And I hope, I hope that, you know, voices in the black community will step up and save the movement because we do need the reforms. But cop shooters and robbers, there's no place for you. You're done. And what a tragic, what a year later, Michael Brown met. What a tragic way to remember. On Michael Graham's show, the lunchline. Kick it. You get free. If you call 844-404-1067. That's right. We give away every uh, lunch every day around this time. And to this week, it's sponsored by the Taste of Atlanta, which is turning for its 14th year uh, in September in Midtown at Tech Square. Your chance to win a gift card from the Village Tavern. Visit tasteofatlanta.com to see all 90 participating restaurants in the upcoming Taste of Atlanta. But we're going to send you to the Village Tavern if you can finish this line from today's news. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her. 844-404-1067. Please remember, this is a family-friendly show. 844-404-1067. Your chance to win uh, free lunch at the Village Tavern. Um so uh, my uh, lovely bride was talking to me about a coworker of hers. His daughter just started school. And so they had their first day of school. And so they get up super early. They have this big breakfast where they make, you know, like pancakes into shapes of stuff or whatever. And the, Mickey Mouse? I, it might have been Mickey Mouse. Might, I don't know. But they do like the pancake, you know, the super special pancakes. And then they go out to the bus. And they, he has pictures Little first day of school sign she holds and he has a picture and these pictures are getting on the bus. Okay. And I think, well, that's kind of cute. Whatever. Then he gets in his car and from a safe distance, he tails the bus. So his daughter can't see that he's following, but he follows the bus to the elementary school. Shockingly, the bus arrives at the elementary school safely. And he sits in the car and watches his daughter. And apparently, like, he couldn't see his daughter, but he saw the girl who was sitting next to her because that bright red hair or something. So he can see. So he thinks, okay, she must have gone. He goes around the school, goes through the security thing, comes in. So he can position himself in the hall. And then he's spying on his daughter to make sure that she makes it to class. I mean, it's like ne- it's like Liam Neeson watching his daughter go to school. I'm like, dude, what do you think is going to happen to your daughter at this public school? But he just, I just couldn't let her go. I said, I had to keep an eye. I had to make sure that she made it to class. Is this how moms and dads do the first day of school now? Because it is completely different from how I did first day of school with my kids or how my parents did first day of school with me. We're going to ask you about that at 844-404-1067. But first, Ari wants to win free lunch, courtesy of tasteofatlanta.com. How, Ari, how you doing? Pretty good. We're going to play this line from uh, Donald Trump. You get to the big finish, and you win, okay? 
All right. Here we go. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her. Ari? Her wherever. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes, uh, blood coming out of her wherever. Ari, you absolutely nailed it. Stay on hold, and we will get your information coming up. And thanks again to TasteLanta.com and the Village Tavern for sponsoring the lunch line this week. We'll give away free lunch again tomorrow at this time. So, first day of school, I mean, is, this a, is this a panic thing now? Our first day of school, my kids, I mean, I was there. If if I were home, because, you know, sometimes I did afternoon drive radio or whatever, I would be there, and the school bus would pull up, and I'd put the kid on the bus, and I'd leave. I mean, that'd be it. Okay, you're on the bus. You're fine. I, it never dawned on me to worry that, what did you think was going to happen between your bus stop and the school? Like, are you expecting an invasion? Uh, you know, Maleficent was sweep down and suck up all the kids? And then you, t- the idea that I would trail my own child through school is bizarre. But I've been told that there are a bunch of parents who on the first day of school, they go into school with their kids and they're in class with their kids. And then the teacher has to basically chase them out. Okay, it's time to go now. It's time to go. <laughs> I don't know. That's not the kid. That's the parent. <laughs> I don't know. Is this how you do it? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not judging. Okay, I'm kind of judging. But really, I'm just asking. Because that seems, my parents, I mean, they, their attitude was, hey, you know where you're supposed to be. You better be there. And then they went to work. <laughs> and then I walked down to the bus stop and waited with a bunch of strange kids or whatever. And, and, and then the bus came and got us. And I got on the bus. Uh, uh, soccer boy, first day of school. Or did your parents walk you in, strap you down? How I think the, the, the first day of, like, school ever, right? my mom walked me to the side of the drive like the edge of the driveway to mm-hmm. put me on the bus sure. and that was it right my exactly. question my question is how are you stressing about this in other aspects of your life like when you're baking something in the oven are you <laughs> still like literally watching it as it's cooking to make sure it doesn't over over go like, cook or, or burn how, or anything how about this you're cooking food and you've got a kid in the house do you like put up security gates and stuff to stop the kid from getting to the oven or near the stove and there's a hot dish in the sink i mean how much fear do you have for your kids' lives. And the part that that really resonated with me is this image of this father kind of pulling this minor league, you know, spy, you know, James Bond, you know, peering around the corner and stalking down the hall. It, it is, Does he have is, a job? Like, what, what? I, exactly. <laughs> this is creepy. I mean, assuming it's his kid. Now, if it's someone else's kid, you know you're in trouble. Yes, Brandon, first day of school? First day of school, my mom would wake us up by saying, boy, get your up and mm-hmm. go to school. She would not care if the school bus never made it to school because that was not her problem. She entrusted the, the county or right. the city to get us to school properly. Now, when Did she, she come into class with you? Only when we were in trouble. But there was like the first day of school she God, no. Like even kindergarten. I remember kindergarten. I vaguely remember. But I remember kindergarten was I got on a bus. That's what I remember. And my mom was there. I mean, I was whatever, five, six. And so I was little, not like a typical kid. But, you know, the job was she got me on the bus. And after that, she assumed... Someone, someone knew what they were doing somewhere down the line. Yeah, you got to have faith in And I system. hit the school, and the first thing I did is I figured out that all the kids had cubbies with lunch boxes and lunch bags in them. So well before lunch, I had hit every single one of them. Absolutely. Cleaned them out. That was, well, I didn't know that they were, I thought it was, hey. Hey, community property. You might have a better lunch than me. I don't know. So my parents were definitely not there. Hey, let's check in with Matt Doran, the Havilland Special Traffic. So Matt, first day of school, 
mom, dad, they come in the class. They no, no, no. no. They take pushed us there. to the bus, and I knew I'd have some Rice Krispie <laughs> treats when I got home for the first day of school special party. And that was it. And that was it. That was it. Nothing. That was it. We went. She went school shopping right. with me. But yeah, once once it was time, out the door and go. Wouldn't you think it was weird if one of your kids came home and said, "Dad, there was this man. He was at our school and he was yeah. following." One of the, did you call yeah. the police? That's just that's that's very. I, creepy. I don't need a guy looming through my school watching his daughter going. I have a very specific <laughs> set, set of skills. I will find you and I will kill you. I don't need that. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 106.7. For those of you who have got your kids in school, congratulations. Happy that it finally happened. Well, I mean, ha- happy that they're gone. For those of you who are sending your kids to schools, the hottest month of the year. We just had the hottest week of the It may well end up being the hottest week of the year was last week. Uh, this week will be a runner-up. I still, it still doesn't make any sense to me, but I've, I've learned to embrace that this is just the way it's going to be. And, hey, as long as the moms and taxpayers are going to put up with it, it's going to happen. But I uh, hope it's all is well at your School And I hope your kids are getting the $14,000 per year per school, uh, excuse me, per kid, $14,000 per year per kid that we're pumping into the school. Somehow I suspect that they're not, but I hope that works out uh, for you the best, hoping for the best. Uh, You know that there are certain arenas in your life where you're going to get crummy customer service. Uh, we don't have time to do the story justice, but did you hear about what the EPA did? They were they got a report that there was uh, um, uh, a storage a wastewater at a gold gold mining area misstored, and they wanted to inspect it. So what happened when they inspected it? This morning, parts of Colorado under a state of emergency after EPA workers accidentally released over 3 million gallons of toxic water Oops. into the Animas River. More than a 100-mile stretch of pristine <laughs> river transformed by yellow sludge after an EPA cleanup crew Wednesday unleashed tainted Ruined. water stored inside an abandoned mine. The EPA cleanup crew has now wiped out the water source for three states. And they can't go because they were there. Hey, we're here to straighten you up. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant work. Still cleaner than Chattahoochee. No, that's not true. It's getting cleaner all the time. This is so, this is bad. This is bad. So they've had to, like, to turn off the water intakes. for all, And there's this huge, massive sludge. I just, I just wish I had video of it because you know that there was that worker. That private, you know, the guy who worked for them, who probably, you know, has a high school diploma, and that's all. He's been around for like 20 years, doesn't have any fancy degrees, whatever, in Colorado. Uh, uh, don't, don't, don't push that button. Uh, I'm here. Hey, what are you doing? I'm the EPA. Don't, don't push that. I told you not to push that button. You know that there was a guy watch this happen going, these are the dumbest dumb bleeps ever. Is the Homer Simpson of the uh, yeah, EPA. Yeah, exactly thing. right. <laughs> then another arena where you're used to getting bad service is uh, air flights, but at least you haven't had to fly Air Baltic, whose flight from Oslo to Greece was delayed almost five hours because most of the flight crew was drunk. Four, <laughs> four of the five flight crew members had to be re- removed from the plane in an extended state of intoxication. <laughs> uh, but Air Baltic, how did they handle it? They issued an apology. They admitted they're under investigation for being drinking. This was bad, unacceptable. It's all on us. 
We got to get it right. These are our employees. We're responsible. Just simply so. our bad. Exactly. <laughs> our bad. So anyway, so you know the bad stuff is going to happen. You just got to prepare for it. Now we are prepared for the one, the only, the world famous. Thank you for calling the Confession Hotline. The Confession Hotline is sponsored by the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater, where you can see Yes and Toto in concert on August 22nd. Oh, my God. I'm very upset. Please help me with this. I just passed by a store that is... MC Twinkling, and I just found it very offensive to all the gay rappers out there in the world, and I think we should call each and every one and express you know, our sorrow and apologize. MC Twinklin'? Mick Twinklin's the best place to go Christmas shopping. What is MC Twinklin'? Twinklin's. It has Christmas. Like twinkle hands? Like jazz hands? No, for Christmas decorations. It's gay... Wait, wait, wait. So it's gay DJs who sell Christmas products? I don't understand this at all. Kind of touching on two subjects you talked about okay. today. I think... We need to put the tampons on the alcohol aisle. <laughs> I think they should be in the lawnmower section. Why? I'm not touching this. Can't get lucky. <laughs> Might as well mow the lawn. About how to um, pretty much describe that period. I actually normally call it um, cold red. Code, code red. It's cooler because of his <laughs> accent. I'm glad, hey, it, it works. Makes me want a red stripe. Code, code red. Boy, I sure hope the next time I'm shopping at Target, I don't have to go to the bathroom or anything, because <laughs> otherwise it's going to be a 50-50 chance that I pick the right door. Very good point. A 50-50 chance that you're going to get uh, arrested. Uh, my favorite euphemism for a woman's time of month yes. is the communists are in the funhouse. <laughs> Commies in the funhouse. Oh, he's definitely on the short list, absolutely. Yes, Michael, the the woman that went into Target, she must have had blood coming out of her eyes <laughs> and her or whatever, because that's a completely <laughs> dumb, dumb thing to argue about. And, um, you know, the fire truck must have been in town. Ah, the fire truck is in town. Okay, that's a good one. When I come into the house and it's a questionable time of the month, I mm-hmm. use an alternate name for my daughter and my wife. Okay. If everything's kosher, I can walk through and they just laugh at me. If they don't laugh, I run. If they don't laugh, you run. Funny story. Yes. My girlfriend at the, back in college used to call her Chubby Cheeks. And one day I called her that and she started crying. And she was like, I'm on my period. Oh. I just, the funniest part of that story is Brandon claiming to have a girlfriend. That's the best part. <laughs> Thank you for shopping at Target. How can I help you today? Oh, no, ma'am. We no longer have a pharmaceutical department. We don't want anybody who needs medications to feel self-conscious, so we just decided to take the drugs and spread them all throughout the store. Good luck and hope you find what you're looking for. (laughs) I just want to say on behalf of all social justice warriors that I, too, am outraged that you've had to listen to Michael Graham talk about and Donald Trump talk about menstruation. Why? Huh? Mm -hmm. What an outrage. Why not women'stration, too? Yes, I have a niece that during that time of the month, Mm -hmm. uh, she calls it Shark Week. (laughs) Did we did we ever get the drop from uh, No Strings Attached, the Natalie Portman movie? Did we ever get? Ah, oh, darn it. That's my wife's favorite one. It's, uh, uh, you know what? I want Natalie Portman to say it. The Red River Flow Boat. They refer to it as the Red River Flow Boat at my house. Wow. This is, these are graphic. These are absolutely graphic. Uh, I don't know what to do with them. You know, but the real winner today yeah. is not even pertaining to anything we have talked Who's about Who's the today. real winner today, Brandon? Hello, you have a call from... Russell. 
an inmate at Erie County Holding Center. To accept this call, press or say 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. That's the confession hotline? That somebody from jail. Wait, wait, wait. This is an actual, you're not making this up? We got this call? Play this again. Hello, you have a call from Russell. Russell. An inmate at Erie County Holding Center. To accept this call, press or say 5. Russell. To refuse this call, hang up now. We're not going to give you the tickets to the concert because I assume you can't make it. I don't know what the Erie Holding Erie County, Erie County in Holding Buffalo. Center. It's Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. Yes. Okay, but if you're listening online or whatever, Russell, <laughs> I think he's our thoughts online. are with you. Um, uh, I, I still, even though it was the first one, I still like MC Twinkle. I still why? Let's do MC Twinkle. MC Either Twinkle. That or Shark Week. Yeah, those are both good. I think MC Twinkle. Let's do MC Twinkle. You're our winner today. Shark Week callback tomorrow. Uh, you'll be seeing yes in Toto August 22nd. Cannot wait to hear the Kimmer's show today. So much for him to respond to. Russell, the Kimmer will bail you out. Absolutely. The Kimmer has your bail money. Free Russell. Just give him a call. See you tomorrow, 9 to noon. I am Michael Graham. Call us if you're in lockup, too. 404-436-2007. This podcast of The Michael Graham Show is brought to you by Matt Hermes. If you have a high-end home and you're looking to sell, call Matt at Keller Williams Realty. Matt Hermes specializes in luxury homes in areas like Hamilton Mill, Sugarloaf, Chateau Elan, and more. For more information, visit atlantahomesguru.com forward slash radio. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.